Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. Hey, what's going on everybody? It's Matt Reitzel. Welcome to Christmas in the Reitzel studio here for another edition of Whiteboard Sessions. Today we're looking at a sixplex in the region. So I've got a lot of the numbers uh, with the property as is right now. So we're gonna walk through those with a little bit of a twist at the end, just talking about how we could potentially repurpose and increase the use of the property and therefore increase the ROI. So let's get into it. As you can see on the top here, we have purchase price 1.1 million, buying costs, this includes your down payment and your closing costs. So your down payment on this property was 220,000 and then 22K to close on the property. So all in 242. We have the income and expenses obviously. So 65K roughly in income. And that does include, by the way, about $1,000 in yearly income from laundry. And then your expenses, I'm using the expenses that they provided uh, on the listing. And again, just wanna add here, the whole point of this process is I haven't even been in this property. This is something that we saw online and it's what information do we have available to us to quickly run through the numbers and just see if this is something worthwhile spending more time on, right? So all these expenses were provided. I did also add in a 6% rate for management, for property management to get this property handled for us. So that's baked in there as well for the property management fee, which brings your NOI to about 35,000. And then of course you wanna calculate what your debt service is gonna be on the property and you're probably thinking, okay, that's not looking too good. You're spending about 38 grand to service the debt on that property, which gives you a negative cash flow of almost $4,000 per year. Now, this, as we've mentioned, is where a lot of investors tend to stop and go, yep, not interested. Fair enough. Now, what we wanna do is calculate the triple play. We wanna look at the whole picture of how the real estate property is gonna be performing. So we wanna look at the cash flow, yes, and also the debt pay down and the appreciation. Debt pay down, calculate this, really if you're using a mortgage calculator, you're just looking at the amortization table. How much of the principal are you paying down in the first year? Just over 21,000. And then appreciation, we're using a, a 3% appreciation rate in this example. Appreciation tends to be higher than that, usually at around 6% historically. So again, being very conservative with that, 33K for appreciation in the first year. So then when you add up the triple play here, the cash flow, debt pay down, and appreciation, you get a total gain of $50,800. This is the number now that we wanna use to divide into our uh, initial investment to get our return on investment. So when you do that, we've already calculated it here, about a 20% return on investment. That's actually pretty great considering you're coming out of pocket four grand. So another quick idea, if you were just gonna buy this just as is, maybe you say your total buying costs, instead of it being 242, you got four grand a year negative cash flow. Maybe you just think, okay, I don't wanna think about this property for three years. That's 12 grand, so you add 12 grand onto this. Your total buying cost is now 254, and you've got 12 grand sitting in a bank account just to deal with that because you know that this debt pay down is gonna happen for sure, and you're possibly gonna get this appreciation, and if that all happens, then you're gonna be looking at a 20% return. It would change the rate of return slightly because you're now dividing by a slightly bigger number, so you might be 
18 or 19 percent but just just another quick idea for you if you're just going to buy this property just as is okay so now that's all out of the way i wanted to talk about a quick other idea that we have here with this property that gets i guess a little bit more advanced but i think this is a really good exercise to go through when looking at properties is kind of zooming out and going okay this is how it's currently being used and of course we're recognizing that rents are low so that's kind of the main thing that we're going to focus on here is how do we get those rents up in an environment like in Ontario where a lot of the rules are leaning towards the tenants and we want to be you know as honest and ethical as we possibly can with tenants I we understand that these are all human beings too right it's not that we're gonna start a huge construction project and now everybody has to leave and it's just a pain in the butt for them. We wanna go about this in the best way that we possibly can. So here's just a strategy to think about as you're moving through looking at different opportunities. So the way this strategy looks is accounting for a certain X amount of dollars that you're gonna to use to offer tenants to leave, whether that's 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 for a mutual agreement to terminate tenancy, calculating how much renovation costs per unit to get them up to market rent. So we're gonna use some rough numbers right now just for the sake of this exercise, but of course getting quotes for the work is definitely gonna be extremely helpful. Now one of these units is already vacant, so we don't have to worry about that. We're just gonna calculate for uh, renovation costs for that unit. So there's currently five tenants in there that in this example, we're going to imagine that we're gonna pay them out. And let's just, for the sake of again being conservative, let's imagine that we're gonna pay each of those tenants $20,000 to leave. Now that's probably really on the high side. We've had some examples lately where it's like 3,000 or 5,000. It has to be something that's you know mutually beneficial and, and everybody's interested in. Of course, that's why it's a mutual agreement to terminate tenancy. So let's just say in this example, 20 grand times five tenants, that's 100 grand. So keep that number in the back of your mind. Okay, now let's talk about the renovations. We're gonna spend roughly 25 grand per unit times six units. Now I'm kind of baking that in there, a little bit of cost to take care of common elements as well common element areas so let's just say that's 150 grand to renovate the whole building all the units and then hundred grand to buy out tenants so that's 250 grand more now that we are investing into the property so that would go up here that's another 250 sorry for my writing that's another 250k that we've invested into the property now with all that work done I'm assuming we can get roughly 1500 per month per unit so now with that new total income of 108,000, let's just use a conservative number and say our expenses are 30% of that. So that brings our new net operating income to 75K because that's 70% or the other portion of that. So 75K. So now that we've determined the net operating income with multifamily, you can use a cap rate to figure out what the potential value is gonna be on that building. And if we use a four cap to a four and a half cap, the new value on the building with this new net operating income is somewhere between uh, 1.6 to 1.9. Now that can vary a bit depending on the market of the moment and because obviously that's gonna be sometime in the future, but you could safely say that this building is probably gonna be somewhere between 1.6 to 1.9. Again, I'm using a four to a four and a half percent cap rate. Now a question that a lot of you are probably thinking is with that new value, if you refinance up to 80%, which would be a great strategy here because then you can pull out a lot of your money, uh, what's your new debt payment? So your debt payment, 60K, I, I use the mortgage calculator for this, just looking at this, what would your mortgage payment be if you did refinance up to 80% of that money? So now you're at 60K, right? And if you just take those two numbers, you can see your new cash flow is 15K. I do apologize, my writing's getting a little bit scribbly. So now that we've calculated our 
cash flow on the property, it's important to look back and go, okay, if we were to do this refinance and take 80% out of the property, we'd have a mortgage for around 1.3. If you're taking on the low end of here, 80% of that, you have a mortgage for 1.3, right? And what you have invested is the 1.1, and the uh, 250 so you're invested at about 1.35 so in that instance if you were to be able to pull out 80 percent 1.3 you'd have fifty thousand dollars now invested in this property of your own money so only fifty thousand invested and now you own a property that's worth 1.6 to 1.9 and is cash flowing about 15k per year Hey everyone, it's Matt. Quick correction here. As I was listening through the content before posting, I realized I did a bit of a muck up uh, with the numbers. Um, so when I said use the new mortgage of 1.3 to pay off your quote unquote previous investment of 1.1, uh, that was a mistake. That 1.1 is the purchase price. So what you would do is the the mortgage on that purchase price is 880,000. So you'd use the new mortgage of 1.3 to pay out the old mortgage of 880k which leaves you with 420,000 uh, to go towards your 250 of rental cost and the 242 of buying costs. And if you're doing math in your head quick, uh, you realize that that doesn't quite cover it. So at the end of the day, you'd still have 72,000 invested in the property in a 1.6 to $1.9 million building as we discussed. So anyways, I just wanted to correct that for any of the listeners. If you're just listening to audio, if you're on YouTube, I had some numbers pop up kind of correcting that. But anyways, on with the audio experience, bye. This is a really neat opportunity because it has really cool future potential value if you do want to do the full overhaul burr strategy of course there's a little bit more money involved and a little bit more unknowns because are all the tenants going to want to leave who knows maybe it's 80 percent 50 percent or maybe it's even zero percent now in that circumstance you have to be okay with the base numbers if nobody wants to leave you know you're you're sort of stuck with this negative four thousand a month in cash flow and a measly 20 percent rate of return however if you can get some tenants out, turn over some, your cash flow number is going to increase significantly because you're now able to get market rents. Of course, it's going to be more money invested doing renovations and buying those tenants out. Really, it's just a little bit of a dance between these strategies and figuring out, you know, does this make sense for me? Do I have the money available to be able to buy tenants out and do renovations? And if you do, I think this strategy is definitely worthwhile looking into. If you do have any questions on this type of strategy, definitely feel free to reach out. If you want to see something else, looking at different types of properties, put them in the comments. We appreciate you watching. Have a good day.